Welcome to Zeitgeist Pulse. In this podcast, we look at the strategies and the mindset that help leaders drive their businesses forward to succeed in an increasingly complex, uncertain and digital age. Hello, welcome again to Zeitgeist Leadership Pulse. We've been so encouraged by the feedback so far, so I'll be cheeky. And before we begin, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. And if you're happy with what you've heard, go ahead and give us a five-star rating. And that will enable us, seriously, to get more content out to leaders like yourself. Today, we're looking at strong and compassionate crisis communication. Yuta. Go ahead and tell our le- listeners a little bit more about this. Yeah, so, you know, I've been watching various businesses and organizations um, and politicians as they've adapted to the current crisis. Many have done incredibly well and have really shown flexibility and moved quickly. I think we also need to recognize that government leaders across the world have promptly stepped in um, or stepped up to the global challenge and have done whatever it takes to save lives, but equally are trying to create opportunities to um yeah to 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 look after livelihoods and it's it can be really difficult for leaders to be honest when people talk Yuta, about the new reality the trouble is that and the tendency is that they're actually not looking far enough ahead they're talking about the new reality and thinking about nip nip today, next week, and the end of the month. But the, new, the, the real new reality has probably less to do with our experience of lockdown and more what will happen post-lockdown with potential job losses and lack of income. Yes, that's right. And that's really where this title of you know, strong, compassionate communication, crisis communication comes in. There will be job losses. Uh, we know that we've already seen some of that happening and um, businesses will not be able to return to you know normality as it was or back to where they left off this will be the case across many industries but particularly within the travel industry we can see already rolls-royce announced 8,000 job losses airbus and boeing slash production and aag iag will slash 12,000 of its british airways staff and only yesterday, um, TUI, the travel company, announced a possible 8,000 job losses going forward. So leaders will be called upon to make incredibly difficult decisions. And that will take nerves of steel, but it will also mean that they need to communicate excellently well with resolve and with compassion. And that's where the title for today's episode really comes in. Yeah, there are, we already hear about these numbers of job losses and it and we are right at the beginning and we're seeing industries impacted by this we need to look at the whole hospitality and events industry mm. where losses are expected there it seems that we're headed for you know difficult waters um you know a day doesn't go by without a politician or the chancellor making some um announcement using the words recession and and things like that so what do you what do you think practically um, for you know, challenges that, that await leaders in, in this time, in this time that's coming? You know, the character, the wisdom that, that leaders 
will need. And after all, you yourself have handled various crisis scenarios all the way from child kidnapping, including mass layoffs, fraud and even war scenarios. So just say a little bit more about what, what leaders will need, if you like, as, as we move forward. Hmm. I think sometimes we think of leadership as a privilege, which it is. But it definitely is a responsibility. And so leaders today um, will be required to balance between making difficult decisions and being able to communicate with empathy, compassion and clarity. So balancing those things can be really difficult. I remember in my time as European Marketing and Communications Director for Flextronics, now called Flex sitting in an office with one of our corporate bosses who, without any other conversation, simply said, so, how many? As a young manager, I didn't know actually what he was talking about. Um, I was passionate about my job, about the you know, 20 direct and indirect staff I was looking after, and I did care what people thought of me. So he really had to spell out what he meant, and he asked me, how many people are you going to lay off? It was an incredibly difficult thing to deal with. I tried to crunch the numbers. I went back to my boss and just said, look, I've I found a way to keep everyone. And really the answer was, that's just not gonna work. So in the end, I had to make difficult decisions and I also had to communicate those. That's really hard. Um, I've had to do that myself. And I remember one scenario where, you know, I actually was brought in to an organization you know to balance you know to you know to balance the books and and as most people would know that's very difficult to do without letting people go so we have to communicate with compassion but we have to communicate those hard truths otherwise we'll go under so um the only way that you can go ahead is to have a very clear plan to actually work out what your goals are, what the purposes are, but never forget um, that people are people, and you know, and there are real lives, there's real incomes, there's knock-on effects. So sometimes, yes, we do have to do what we have to do, and we have to be wise. We have to use mm. strategy to get there, but never lose that golden thread of compassion in communication. Mm. So, what tips do you have for leaders who might be faced with this? Yeah. So I completely agree with you. I think, um, first of all, leaders need to remind themselves that the decisions they're making today, they will impact those they have to let go, but they also impact the people who are going to stay in the business. And if they don't take these decisions, potentially more people will suffer as a result because the business is going to crumble. So knowing that, number one, will help them communicate more clearly and will help them make the right decisions. A couple of days ago, um, a friend of mine told me that, um, you know, he had been put on furlough and that his boss had not communicated with him in six weeks and then simply sent an email to say, by the way, we're going to get rid of 80% of staff. And that was pretty much it. So that is not a way to communicate at all. Is it right that they might need to get rid of 80% of staff? Yes. Okay, so we do want to say what, what it is we're doing. But we need, to con we need to communicate continuously. So leadership and communication must go hand in hand. We can't just say the communication part is for someone else. 
Yeah, we can see that also with communication recently by the government. I mean, I think broadly we need to be supportive of the government because they're in a totally new scenario. But, you know, communication can impact the whole mood for days. I would say that, you know, if you, know, if you think about last Sunday, um, having committed, the Prime Minister having committed himself to a communication, you know, really almost made a rod for his own back. And... It might have been better, it's very easy, but it might have been better, it's easy for us in hindsight to say, but it might have been better not to follow through on talking about the next phrase at that particular point. Yeah, you know, that's that's a really interesting point of view, James. Um, had the PM gone public and said, you know what, I've changed my mind, we're not ready to communicate on this yet, he might have saved himself some headaches, but it is easy from where we stand. So how do leaders communicate with resolve, on the one hand, and compassion, on the other hand, without losing clarity in the midst of a crisis? Yeah, so um, I would say there's five key things leaders can do right now. So number one, be aggressively honest with yourself and your leadership team about the reality that we find ourselves in. And don't be afraid to name things. So within your company, name what's not working and name what's going to be difficult. Secondly, don't make the mistake of trying to create a narrative. So don't get me wrong, leaders do need to be clear on what they're communicating, but sometimes they create a storyline which just does not ring authenticity. So don't go into PR spin at all. That is just not going to work. Instead, leaders need to think about what will matter most to the stakeholders and communicate to each one, even if it means communicating that they cannot deliver what the stakeholder wants. In the PM's case, he focused on the hard work people had done to stay home. That's great. But then he did not address the fear people have of returning. He also did not respond to the fact that the handholding created by the lockdown needed easing more slowly. So people are not approaching things with common sense, but with caution and possibly some newfound of enjoyment even of less stress. So addressing them with this in mind could have created more buy-in, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. There are many pressures to do the right thing, but ultimately what I'm learning is communication is not just about saying the right thing and communicating that, but it's ensuring that the audience actually listen and they actually apply it to where they are right now. I was just talking to a business owner, you know, just today actually, and um, it's you, know, it's very very difficult because you need to, you know, for some people, people are actually enjoying lockdown. So, but you do need to create an atmosphere where people feel it's safe to become more economically productive yet quickly. You're right. So truth is super important, but it's not the fix at all. Empathy must accompany truth in a society which relies on each other. So the third point is really about communicate, communicate, communicate. We've all heard it, but it is still um, the key element of crisis communication. So it is not always that you say what listeners want to hear, but you're signaling that they are important enough that you take the time to engage with them. So you're not communicating so that they like what you're saying, but you're communicating so that they know that you care and that you really want to talk to them. So we want to make sure we show up 
and we clarify. So once we've communicated, we then follow up with more communication. And along the way, we allow our audience to ask questions, be it in person or maybe through uh, continuously updated FAQs on your website. But don't stop communicating. Fourthly, so I think my fourth point um, is really important, is something leaders need to do right up front when they think about their crisis communication. It's sifting through fact from fiction. This is absolutely crucial. In a crisis, people add fictitious ideas to the overall messaging. So if you leave a gap in the facts, people will fill the gap. And media in particular love filling the gap. So once it's in the media, it's really difficult to, to sort of call it back. So what you want to do is right up front, make all the facts clear. And if someone says anything that is fictitious, you go straight back in and clarify it. So where does the compassion factor come in? How do we communicate hard truths without it seeming like empty words? Yeah, you know, as leaders, we're really challenged to be responsible. That means we take difficult decisions, as I said before, but that does not mean we are without heart, nor should we treat people as pure resources. This is one of my things. So, you know, the word human resource is really not one of my favorite words because it just says people are resources. We need to remember that they're people. It is tempting not to be empathetic or compassionate. And why is that tempting? Because... We're trying to distance ourselves from a really difficult decision. And sometimes it can seem easier to do this if we don't engage on an emotional level. But we really do need to lead on the human side of things. It just, it just shows that we are so much more of a rounded leader. Someone who can walk the tightrope of tough decisions while also caring for people. Tell your people that it is going to be really difficult. Tell them that you realize that they're fearful. Empathize. But surely, doesn't this just seem like a, um, just empty words? You know, like a drop on a hot stone? Yeah, you're right. It can seem that way. But we can show our human side also in other ways. So, and I think this is where um, leadership really comes in, where we go that extra mile. So, for example... Before cutting drastically, we can look at, are there any other ways that we can deal with this? Are there part-time roles we can create? Can we reduce hours? Can we encourage possibly a management buyout of a certain part of our business? Only when we've looked at all the options should we proceed. And then leaders need to communicate what they're doing to help those who will be leading the organization, such as maybe providing references, pairing them up with employment agencies, paying for training. In these times, leaders must be radically business-focused while equally community-minded and ensuring that they do whatever they can to not simply drop people. There's been some really good insight here. I think in the times people think of crisis communication just as a, you know, a to-do list, a program. But I really hear you saying today that a lot of thought, a lot of thinking needs to go into the communication around how people feel and uh, just ensuring that that is heard and addressed, either by you know acknowledging it and factoring it in or by offering some kind of practical help. Let me briefly just summarise the four points we've looked at. Num number one, just be really honest about the reality. Number two, don't make the mistake of 
trying to create a narrative. Just be authentic. Number three, communicate, communicate, communicate. That's the easiest one, isn't it? Communicate, communicate, communicate. Number four, make sure that you sift out fact from fiction. In these days, in these days of fake news, you know, you know, just just make sure that that goes in the bin, and instead, just make sure that what you're communicating is is well thought through facts. And lastly, in conclusion, be compassionate, show empathy. And for leaders who are looking for crisis communication support, can I just mention that Zeitgeist Communication does offer a strategic crisis communications planning um, consultancy, which can really help you be start, get started in the right direction. It's sometimes it's just really helpful to have, you know, a second pair of eyes on things to get some a new perspective and just address some of those hard questions, maybe the questions you haven't thought of yourself. So if you're out there listening, like some help, go ahead and email us, won't you, on info at zeitgeistcoms.com. We'll be glad to help. I do hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Please leave us that five-star review. Help us to reach more leaders out there. And for all of those who are navigating through these hard times, stay strong.